Well, welcome, welcome back to the Hagerstown Reunite Podcast. Tom, it's good to be back. Football's back. Week one is here. It's in the books. How was your first week? Oh, man, you know, first week of football, it's always got its ups and downs. But, uh, man, it's excited to see some football back, uh, some action back on TV. And uh, excited to see those players back out there. Uh, not all those, all that COVID stuff from last season is kind of in the rear view. And we're only seeing a couple of cases. Uh, it was a it was a very exciting first week. I mean, we kicked it off with that great first matchup between Tampa Bay, and uh, you know, and you know, I, I, and the the Cowboys there. And I mean, I, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better first game, right? Oh my gosh, that was definitely a good Thursday night game. Not gonna lie, I fell asleep in the second quarter. But <laughs> hey, having a kid, you know, it's hard to stay up. But I uh, was able to get up for the second half and finish that out. Oof, definitely glad I did. It was definitely a definitely a great week to kick off the season. But uh, it was it's was good to have football back. It's finally, uh, nice to be able to sit down on those Sundays and watch the football again. Yeah, a lot of surprises. I thought you know uh, some oh. teams that really surprised and shocked, and then you know others who expected a lot of things out of, and they just you know I don't know if they if they slept in or something, but they were just not there. I mean, it was uh, I mean like the Packers against the Saints. Like, oh, oh. Cow, what kind of a matchup happened there? Tell me about that. I had Aaron Rodgers and uh, Aaron Jones, but you know, <laughs> I talk about it. I mean, somehow I snuck by Gallagher, but we'll get we'll get back to the re- the recap in a little bit. But uh, you know, Tom, you know what we're going to talk today? We got a little recap. We got a special segment. Uh, Tom's top targets, and then we'll do some drops. But Tom, we and I forgot to mention we have a special guest at the end mm-hmm. that people would need to stay. And listen for, uh, and you are able. Oh, for sure. I mean, this is this. Let, let's put it this way: this guy may not speak up much, but he had he had his eye on the ball in this interview, so it's definitely eye opening. Um, but Tom, we we know we know what to talk about first. Everybody wants to know what is your our take on the podcast that is rivaling us. You know, will Bobby. <laughs> Hey, you know, thought they thought they could do a better job than us. Eh, it was okay, you know, it was a, you know, beginner's luck. But you know, what did you think, Tom? Well, you know, I had a chance to uh, to listen to this from my office and AKA the uh, the bathroom the other day, and I felt that was appropriate for where I listened to it uh, because I honestly felt like, you know, I know it was the Bobby and Will podcast, but I really felt like Will just carried the whole oh, yes. thing, you know. Yeah, oh, I, I agree more. I don't know if it was the time zone difference or the fact that you know Bobby was probably like you know three three or four drinks in at that point. But I mean, I was just like Will was like on point. You know, I gotta say I'm glad I'm I'm real excited about having him on as a as a guest in the next uh, next couple of podcasts coming up uh, because I mean, dude's got some uh, got some banter going on. I loved his questions. Oh, I could agree more. Definitely looking forward to having Will on. I mean, I felt like Bobby. After being on our podcast, committed not just like podultery, he had like <laughs> he had like a second family in like North Dakota and didn't even tell us about it. I know like, he just, I mean, he kind of dropped the surprise at the end of our of our interview with him. I think he, I think he mentioned it at the very end of our pod uh, interview, 
And, you know, it kind of caught me by surprise. I don't know about you, but I was like, whoa, you, you're going to be tossed on another podcast. And then lo and behold, it shows up. So I was like, whoa. Yeah. Hey, well, you know what, Tom? I'm glad that we can get some more people interacted in the league. You know, it's good to have people paying attention, you know, because obviously Bobby didn't, you know, didn't pay attention to any of his texts or, you know, his draft, obviously. So I'm glad he's finally decided to pay attention. That's right. That's right, Grossman. You give him a little smack talk. <laughs> Apparently I'm too nice. So maybe I got to be a little harder. Maybe Dan, the, you know, the, the dictator needs to start coming back out. Um, right. But, you know, we, so, I, you know, it was, it, it, it's nice again. Nice to have some, you know, com- camaraderie within the league. But, uh, you know, it's it just, you know, I'll put it this way. I'll put the over under of amount of podcasts they do at three and a half. I can't see. I, I, Bobby gets too bored. He'll move on to the next thing. You know, let's be honest. Hey, you know, I'm just excited that uh, that we have some more participation, like you're saying. And, uh, you know, I think that this is, uh, you know, if, if it means that we have five competing podcasts by the end of the year, so be it. But, uh, you know, this is why you tune into ours, the OG podcast of Hagerstown Reunite. Oh, okay. couldn't say it better. Speaking of our participant, Tom, let's talk about, you know, what, what did you see this week? You know, I, I definitely was some upsets. I know right now pretty much all the leagues, you know, all the games have been settled. Uh, obviously, Dan Hare and Sam are kind of in a, in a barn burner. I think they're tied we're, you know, mm-hmm. at halftime of the, of the Monday night game. But uh, it looks like, you know, we'll, uh, Dan Hare's probably going to pull it out. But, you know, some of the bit, you know, I'm not gonna lie. When I was looking at the scores, the, the the team that really jump out to me as having the best week is I'm gonna say yours, Tom Maloney. Not you know, I really like what your team brought to table. Definitely felt like you know, as a manager, you maybe left some points on the board. Uh, mm. You might want to change that team name because uh, you might be. <laughs> the, I mean, he, I don't. It doesn't. I mean, doesn't look too good when you know he's not even. I don't think he, he didn't even have any targets or anything. I think it was maybe a bench. Uh, but other than that, Tom, your team, Murray, looked amazing. Definitely picking up from last year. CeeDee Lamb, living up to the hype. You know, Eckler, Hawkinson, you know, just great all-around performance from, my team, from your teams. That was definitely my number one surprise in the positive. What about you know, yourself? I, I kind of I, I appreciate it, man. Uh, you know, I felt like my team definitely showed up, at least most of the players, uh, as you said. Uh, I mean, I did have some players that underperformed, but hey, I think that's what's going to happen every week. No, there's no never going to be like one person that's consistently always great, unless your name is Christian McCaffrey. Uh, but you no, know, that being said, uh, you know, I I liked how my team turned out this week. I had some pretty great performances. Uh, you know, in, in positions I wasn't anticipating. Um, obviously, Brandon Ayuk blowing uh you know giving me a donut and really no there was no like news about him whatsoever uh going into the into the matchup i expected to be like you know all out there you know one of the top two receivers on the field i don't even think he was out there for most of the game so i was really surprised by that um as for changing the name i don't know man i might have to stick with it i mean I did have one of the top scores of the week, and uh, I don't really want to jinx another one of my players yeah. on the roster <laughs> with uh, naming it after them. So I was thinking, like, you know, just kind of stick with it and, and see how things pan out. But obviously, uh, you're right. Ayuk is probably going to sit on my bench going forward until they get that situation in San Fran figured out. Another team I really like this week, I mean, top team of the week, uh, you know, Matt Berry's team. I felt like, uh, obviously, he's relying on a couple of guys that uh, – you know, have always been pretty solid. Mahomes and Cooper having some great weeks. Thielen really showing up in uh, in that overtime game. Um, 
but I felt like uh, you know Barry's team. He he had some pretty solid players and uh, and a couple of bench players that that mm-hmm. could have shown up for him too if he'd uh, swapped them out. No, I agree. I mean, the defending champ did not disappoint uh, this week uh, for sure. But somebody who I think might be in for a season of disappointment is our good old friend and Matt Barry's pick to win the championship, Matt Sediman. I I mean, looking at his team, it, I'm getting a little concerned. I mean, I don't think you're going to get 21 from Gronk every week, but, you know, it's – unless McCaffrey scoring 40 points each week, I think he might be in for some hurting tr- – uh, unless those receivers of his can finally decide to show up. But, you know, who, is you, who do you think was the biggest disappointment of the week? I have to agree with you on that one. I, I think it was sentiment, and that's not to anything against him playing against me. I think he called himself out on this, actually, but – um, you know, I, when I was looking at the matchup after the Thursday night game, seeing Gronk put up those points, I was like, okay, you know, I thought we might have like, you know, a bit of a, you know, a, a matchup going on, but, uh, but yeah, his team did not show up. And, um, I mean, a, a lot of it comes down to just game, game scripting and, and teams just kind of getting their footing going. But I mean, like Mike Evans in that, in that huge, uh, Thursday night game, just not showing up either was, mm-hmm. was really surprising. Uh, Ridley, a guy that I think a lot of people were high on this year, um, like basically getting just game scripted out. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously McCaffrey was still a solid, you know, 18 points. That's, that's always going to be, you know, nice to have, but the rest of his team, man, it was like, uh, you know, I think he just needs to sleep this one off and, uh, you know, go after some, some of the, the waiver pickups, you know, it's, that's, uh, I felt how I felt about him. Well, Tom, this, speaking about waiver segment. Uh, pickups. Let, let's move to our, you know, our new segment here called Tom's Top Target. So, Tom, each week you're going to give us a couple picks who you like that we should be, you know, picking up or maybe even trading. Like, who you think are really going to be, you know, key to someone's success? So, Tom, who are your top pickups for this week? Right. So in this new segment, uh, I definitely, you know, want to do a little bit of deep dive and, and, you know, do a little bit of research beforehand. So I, I had a chance to watch quite a few of the games over the weekend, uh, check out some of the box scores. I feel like the number one guy on the waiver pickup this week for those of us that need the running back help uh, is none of the Niners, Elijah Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. definitely as someone who owes Trey Sermon was definitely shocked to see him know take over once uh Raheem Morris went down yeah Mostert was uh was Mostert, I mean yeah. I don't think that really surprised anybody that Mostert went down to injury I mean the guy is literally like a walking like uh, medical room but uh, I mean uh, just the fact that uh Trey Sermon was was in fact uh you know inactive for that game I think surprised a lot of people um I mean I know personally I thought the guy was like a lock for the number two spot probably to take over later this year it could still happen uh, but right now it seems like Elijah Mitchell is the back to own for the 49ers. And uh, I mean, if you look at history, the Niners always have seem to have a pretty solid run offense and last, you know, this week's game was no different. So I feel like Elijah Mitchell is going to be on a lot of people's boards. I can agree. Uh, so uh, it's, I know we talked about running backs, any receivers that you got your eye on? I got a couple on there, actually. Uh, a couple guys here. Um, number one that, that I'm looking at, and this is this is one that I feel like a, a position that may be a little bit more of a flash in the pan, but potentially you you want to go chasing the points when, when you can. Uh, Christian Kirk, Arizona. Mm. 
Uh, I feel like, you know, we had two touchdowns, um, had looked like he had some very solid rapport going on with uh, Kyler Murray. And, uh, you know, I felt like he, he had a quite, quite the game. So that's, that's one of my options there too. Anybody, a quarterback or, you know, tight end that you like? A couple of guys. Yeah. Um, so at quarterback, you know, I, I think there's two guys that, that really stood out for me. Uh, one, obviously, is the surprise of the, the game I was mentioning earlier, Jameis Winston uh, over in New Orleans. Uh, I mean, five touchdowns, uh, you know, pretty efficient. But the thing I'm worried about is the yardage. I mean, he didn't have a ton of yards in that winning, uh, that winning option. But if you're looking for a, uh, you know, a start of the week there just to, to kind of, you know, if you've got a bad matchup with your QB one, he might be a guy I'd look at another guy I'd look at considering would be uh, Jared Goff. I feel like he might be more of a, of a long-term play um, just because I think the lions are going to have to pass like a lot. This season. A lot of garbage time, you know, TDs maybe with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I mean, so, so both of those guys, I mean, maybe not the most ideal quarterback situations to be in, but you can get points from garbage time TDs. Uh, and, and, and then finally, um, I mean, even though he was the backup, I wouldn't overlook uh, uh, Tyler Heineke or whatever his last Ooh, name is. My boy. You know? Hey, you know, uh, he, he had some good games last year. He's got that running ability. Um, you know, who's to say that Washington doesn't go out and sign somebody else off the, mm-hmm. you know, the free agency list. But for the time being, he's the guy. And I wouldn't be surprised to see him put up some solid numbers in the coming weeks. No, I, I, I kind of agree with the last one, though. I know RG3 is trying to come back, you know, all in again. But uh, but that's probably you know but you know after what seeing Heineke did in the the playoffs versus Tampa, um, you know yeah. he, he it could be something there especially with with McLaurin and Logan Thomas and Antonio Gibson he got has a pretty uh, respectable offense around him so we'll see it could be a good uh, you know hopefully those uh, hopefully a good week coming up but um, so Tom you mm. you mentioned we got to pick up some people well if you're going to pick up these guys you got to drop somebody. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I saw a couple guys. Love to know what you, what you think, but I have about three guys I think we'll call it as Dan's drops. Like, these are guys that I just think, hey, it's time to move on. Nothing there. First guy is actually on my team, Zach Moss. I oh, mean, yeah. He, DNP, first game of the season. I mean, yeah, he, he might get run, but obviously, if you're not playing, if you're getting benched, and you are not like a rookie, like with Trey Sermon. I just, I mean, it looks like Singletary, uh, McKenzie's. They're they're the show. It seems like his time is maybe up. Is it maybe? Yeah. What do you think? Honestly, I, I agree. I, I kind of agree with you on this point. I mean, I think that obviously Buffalo didn't have their best showing this week, and uh, and that that obviously was pretty apparent losing mm-hmm. to to Pittsburgh, but. Um, I would say, yeah, if you're, if you're already, if you already lost the confidence before week one of your, your coaching staff and, you know, I I thought he was, uh, he was coming in pretty hyped in the preseason, but then just not even being active for that first week. um, It's, it's definitely telling that uh, you don't have the confidence of your, of your team. And, uh, you know, he might be some guy that uh, maybe later in the season you might want to pick up, but to be frank, I really don't even know if uh, I'd want any part of that Buffalo bills backfield right now. So he's definitely a cut for me. I I, I couldn't agree. The, the, and the two others I have is two receivers. One come from Mr. Brian Gallagher's team, like Darnell Mooney. Like I, I just, I mean, 
Obviously, Andy Dalton's a quarterback. I, you know, it's he just doesn't seem like he's going to be getting much. It just seems like this Allen Robinson show, uh, and you know, David Montgomery. Maybe once just uh, just the fields gets in, there may be something there. But it just seems like that 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 having Andy Dalton on quarterback, it's very rare that you're going to have more than you know one major pass catcher. So he's my first. And then, and then my second is coming from the defending champ, Matt Barry. I, I think A.J. Green, as you mentioned earlier, Christian Ooh. Kirk. I, I mean, if I was Matt Barry, maybe try to switch those guys out because I, I just don't see, you know, someone who's always loved A.J. Green, I think I think is washed up maybe. He just doesn't seem like he has it. Like, I mean, they I, I see him as fourth receiver behind, you know, obviously Nuke. You got Christian Kirk and then Rondo uh, Moore, who looked outstanding. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think, you know, AJ Green might kind of let him go. What, so, what do you think about those two? <sighs> well, I mean, if I'm, if I'm looking at Darnell Mooney, uh, I mean, he came in, he was one of my guys I, I, I listed as like a sleeper play uh, going into the season. Um, I think it's, we'll see how things kind of shake out with, with Chicago. Obviously, this, you know, losing effort. Uh, you would expect them to pass more, and obviously Robinson got the majority of the targets of the game. But, you know, something I will say about Mooney, he was second in targets. Uh, and, you know, even if his targets weren't very far off the line, he does have that speed that, uh, I mean, I'd be hard-pressed to let him go, but at the same time I could see where you're coming from. It wasn't the best effort, only 26 yards. Uh, not not a great, great showing from him. Um, and if there's better options on the waivers, then by all means, I, I'd see him being somebody you could probably let go and, and he'd clear waivers and be a free agent mm-hmm. going forward. Um, and then, you know, you, you said uh, A.J. Green. Well, I, I kind of agree with you on that one. I, I, I think that he's been washed uh, for probably a couple seasons now. Um, him <laughs> changing over to Arizona here, I think there's a lot of younger options that are more exciting at this point. And uh, he's really a depth piece. He'll have a couple games, I'm sure, that he'll – He'll catch, you know, one, maybe even two touchdowns. And, you know, everyone will be like scrambling on the waivers to go get him. But I don't think it's uh, I think his time has passed and uh, it, it's it's time to, you know, see out of US to AJ. Nah, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. It's just, it, you know, it's so, sometimes, you know, you can't follow time always wins, you know, and I think I think AJ Green's definitely hit that. So uh, mm-hmm. but but Tom, you know, this was this is a, this a fun first week. It's you know, it's nice to get the book. You know, just to finally get football back, and now we're on the week two. You know, it's 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 just exciting. I'm so excited and giddy to have football back now. My Sundays are finally, you know, have something to do. So I agree, um, man. I know it's like it's. I feel like like my entire Sundays. Oh my god, it's Christmas all over again (laughs) in September. (laughs) Exactly. Like every weekend, yeah. So, but all right, Tom. Well. This is, you know, this is our, we do this each week, just going over some of the leagues. Hopefully, we'll, you know, have a guest each week. But uh... stay tuned for our explosive interview. But before that, a word from our explosive sponsor. This 
the University of Maryland Buffalo Chicken Sandwich. On the menu this week at both the North and South Campus Diners. But sorry boys, you'll have to wait until Thursday, so don't come prematurely. And speaking of not being able to adequately satisfy a woman, Sam is going to defeat sexual dynamo Matt Berry in their fancy football matchup this week. Mm. Oh yeah. All right, everybody. It's my honor to have the inspiration for the Bobby and Will's Real Hagerstown Reunite podcast, the man himself, Dr. Eric Heaps. Doctor, so glad to have you on the podcast. Uh, Happy to be here. I know it's on short notice, so we'll cut straight to the chase. Um, As you know, you were one of the founding members of uh-huh. the yeah the Hagerstown every night uh, football league. So no one's ever heard your side of the story of why you decided to leave. I want to give <laughs> you the platform. Um, well, yeah, I mean it's been it's been a few years now, but I do have some some good memories, some not so good memories there. But um, it, I mean it for me it came down to is it, is it worth my time anymore? And and uh, uh, I'm not really a, a, a drama person but um it just it, it just wasn't worth it for me uh after everything that kind of conspired there and uh there were maybe certain individuals who were more responsible than others um who but, were they T- tell us who they are i mean this is your chance to tell us you know call them out i mean the the majority of the issues came from uh came from bobby i mean mm-hmm. we'll, we'll we'll throw that out there but um, it it was more of kind of his determination to take over the league with with his own priorities and not really kind of give a, a you know a, anything about what other people wanted, how much they enjoyed it, and and everything like that. It's basically if you know Bobby's team had some kind of thing going for it, he wanted to change the rules for everybody so he can take advantage. Um, and it came down to things like that, and he would do these wraparound uh, uh, convincing people to, to raise the buy-in and other things like that, threatening people saying, you know what, you're the only one left. Everyone else agreed to that. When basically if you tell everybody that they're going to probably believe you when that wasn't the case at all. No, I, um, I couldn't agree. I mean, he's definitely known to try to throw a coup. Uh, I know even myself as a commissioner, <laughs> he's trying to throw overthrow me several times. So yeah. I couldn't agree more with you there. Heaps. There's a, a lot of a lot of fake news, you know. Before fake news was a thing, Bobby started it off. You can uh, you, you can call him the Donald Trump of fantasy football. I true. I, I think that name's gonna stick. Uh, <laughs> do, do you uh, do you ever see yourself coming back to the league? Do, do you ever see that maybe you know what? Let's move forward, but you know, we know we have I, Bobby. I, I, I miss the community aspect of it to an extent. I don't necessarily miss the um, 
the bickering and the and the badgering constantly here and there and all the threats and all that stuff but i i, I miss the group of guys um i'll be honest with you i was at three leagues at one point and i am down to zero now and i'm actually quite content with that um it just kind of gives you a different spin on football when you're watching the games not having to get disappointed when uh uh you know, a completed pass doesn't go to your receiver or something like that. So, um, yeah, after last year, um, I just, I don't know why I didn't, I was down to one league and I just, we all agreed on kind of not doing, not doing it then. And nobody's missed it since, but I do miss the community aspect of it. I'll tell you that. No, I, I will say you were the, in this rival podcast, you were the number one missed, uh, former member. So, yeah, that is, you know, so hopefully that, that's something you, you have, you take something with that. That, um, that, that, I mean, it makes me feel good, I guess. I, I, again, I, I do, um, miss all the guys, but, um, yeah, just kind of the, all the drama that went into that and, and, you know, worrying about, you know, missing my waiver and stuff like that. I, I don't really miss that too much. You know, we've all, all our lives have changed in, over the past few years, so. We got different priorities now, you know. Yeah, no, I understand. As a new parent, as yourself, uh, you know, it's yeah. definitely put things a little in perspective. So, uh, but heaps, you know, you know, I really appreciate you joining the pod and just, you know, a short notice. Really, you know, really important for our team to under, you know, for uh, the league to hear from you. So, yeah. uh, I really, really appreciate it. So, uh, thanks so much for your time. Absolutely. Well, Todd, that was a pretty explosive interview with our one and only Dr. Eric Keeves, if I might say so myself. Oh, yeah, man. That was, uh, I mean, that was 100% pure entertainment. I, um, but, you know, stay tuned next week. We got some great matchups. You have the Kamish himself versus, I guess now his arch enemy, arch enemy, Bobby the Great, or should I say Bobby the Sad. And Tom, you got uh, you got Alan So. So it looks like we should have some cakewalks next week, or maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, hey, these uh, these are two teams that could surprise. But uh, I'm feeling pretty good about my chances. How about yeah. you? I, no, I feel uh, I feel pretty pretty good, especially. But I don't know this Tyson Williams guys is putting some points up for Bobby now. So, but hope we'll see what happens with that Ravens team. But I will say one matchup to keep an eye out. Well, I definitely will be will be Will versus Will's practice squad. I think the Dan Hare Will Kraus matchup is definitely the one I'm going to keep my eyes on next week. So, so everybody, stay tuned, and uh, we'll give you, we'll see y'all next week.